This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Do you feel that money is life? Do you feel that money is your lifeblood? Do you feel that money is what keeps you alive? Do you feel like if money went away, that your life would end? Do you feel like money is your security? Do you feel like money is your value? Do you feel that money is your worth? Do you feel that money is hard to make? Do you feel that there's not enough to go around? Do you feel that you believe that you must struggle and sacrifice to make money? See, these are all aspects of wealth consciousness. Actually, everything I just spoke about are elements of poverty consciousness and wealth consciousness is the flip side of all of that. Today, we're going to talk about the role of money and a mindset, a wealth mindset, a wealth consciousness mindset, a wealth heart set that will make money flow into your life, into your business, and into your reality easier than you could ever imagine. And what it takes is really diving into what you truly believe about money and the role that money plays in your life. I want to tell you about a story. So my wife, Angie, and I, we, we, we do a lot of social media interaction and, and we engage with you know, our followers and people that, that we care about and we appreciate on social media. And, and you know, we, have, we, have, we think we have healthy conversations and healthy debates and, and uh, you know, we interact. We love interacting with people. And my wife, Angie, made a, um, made a comment, and I'm paraphrasing, that if you want to become wealthy, surround yourself with people that have like the level of wealth that you're looking to create. And she basically said that if you can't become wealthy by being around only people who are broke. And the response to this, to this Facebook post was overwhelmingly negative. And I also observed that the people that engaged with it, that, that agreed with it, were the people with money. And the people who engaged with it that, that didn't appreciate respect, that didn't agree with the post, those were the people that were struggling financially. And, and overall, I'll, I'll just like to sum up the, the responses, most of the negative responses were, were saying, well, I believe that people with a heart are more, are more important and valuable than people with money. And, and nowhere in the post did it say anything about people 
like leaving people who have a heart for people who don't have a heart. Uh, in the post, it, it strictly said you you can't you can't become wealthy by hanging out only with poor people. That's that's what it said. And and the people that are struggling with money went apeshit. Guys, look, Jim Jim Rohn said this decades ago, that you become the average of the top five people that you spend your life with. And this is true as can be. I went five years ago, March 2016, when everything collapsed for me in, in that corporate world and, and I, I hit the reset and started putting everything back together. The first thing I did was found a group of like wealthy and happy business owners and and they took me in and 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 like allowed me to share space and share time with them and they befriended me and they accepted me and they adopted me as like i mean I, I i i still don't understand what they saw in me and 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 why why they wanted to hang out with me but they kept inviting me to their to their masterminds and they kept inviting me to their 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 gatherings and i kept showing up and as i kept showing up i kept increasing my clarity on uh, the business that I wanted to create and and my my income started to accelerate and my business growth uh, started growing and it, it was almost magical being around the right people does something miraculous and and the people that I was around the the successful loving wealthy happy people that I was around notice I didn't say like wealthy people without a heart. <laughs> These people that I were around had great relationships, great health. They were successful. They were loving. They were giving. They were nurturing. They were nourishing. They were awesome. And the more time I spent with them, the more I became them. It's almost like my circumstances changed. And, and that's what Angie was trying to reflect in this post. That you can't you you can't become wealthy by being in a like surrounded by by broke people all the time. The reason that someone mostly there are exceptions, but but most times the the reason that somebody struggles financially is because their wealth consciousness is actually poverty consciousness. It's because they're scared of not having money. It's because they have a broken money mindset. It's because they have a broken money heart set. It's because they have an, a poisonous relationship with money. They're, they're fractured on the inside. They, they hold a negative, a negative interaction, a negative exchange anytime, like an emotional reaction anytime money is mentioned. The, the word money incites fear and shame and guilt and anger, and envy, and jealousy. And these are all poverty. That's all poverty consciousness. Wealth consciousness is knowing that the more money that, that we have, the more we can help. The more we have, the more we can give. The more we have, the more we can impact the world. The more we have, the more we can serve. The more we have, the more we can make a difference in the world. 
The more we have, the more people we can employ, the more lives we can change. Trillions of dollars, $20 trillion is exchanged in the United States every year. The Fed keeps just printing money like it's, like it's nothing. If, if you got a million dollars and you put it in your bank account tomorrow, the, the Fed would print another million dollars to replace it. There's plenty of money to go around. There is no lack of money. There's an abundance of money in the world. What there's not an abundance of is wealth consciousness. There's scarcity. The only scarcity there is in the world is is wealth consciousness. That's it. Money is plentiful. And money does awesome things when used properly. And the only reason that someone would use money improperly is because of fear. That's it. Hurt people hurt people. And you take someone who's hurt, that's in a state of pain, and give them a lot of money, and they'll use a lot of money to hurt people. But you take someone who's in a state of love and joy and health and, and wealth, consciousness, who, who understands that they are a gift to the world, give them a lot of money, and they'll find a great way to utilize it for the benefit of society. And that's wealth consciousness. The easier you spend your money, the easier it'll flow into your life if you honor the circulation of money. If you honor the healthy circulation of money and you don't greedily try to accumulate it out of fear, out of greed, out of, I'll say it again, out of fear. If you honor the natural abundant, healthy flow of money. You'll never have a problem creating income in your life. The only time you'll have problems creating income in your life is if you're holding deep levels of poverty consciousness where you feel that there's not enough to go around, making money is hard, the rich are greedy, And you hold a poisonous relationship with money. The easiest easiest way to make money. (laughs) This is almost another, this is another podcast topic. But the, the easy button for making money. Are you ready for it? Find a problem that someone has in their life or their business that they want solved and find a way to solve it. Find a problem that you love to solve. Find people who have that problem in their life, in their business, and and offer a solution to them so that you can help them solve their problem and watch them pay you for it. Because that's what entrepreneurs, that's what business owners do. We solve a problem for other people. People coming from a state of fear and greed and anger, people coming at with, with, with a poverty mindset, 
are looking to create a problem in somebody's life so or the or business so that they can solve it. But people with a heart, loving people, people with high levels of wealth consciousness are literally just looking to create impact and make a difference by helping other people solve problems. And yes, there is a financial exchange as a result. When I first launched my business, and I've written two books so far, and the first is The Imposter in Charge. And, And I wrote The Imposter in Charge because it's it's basically a story wrapped up or it the i share my story of being in executive levels of of uh leadership and and feeling like a fraud and feeling like an imposter even though i was talented i shared you know the the abuse the physical mental emotional abuse that 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 went on in my my household with my wife and my children i shared a lot a lot of deep pain that came from me feeling like a fraud and and inadequate and insecure and and, and insignificant in the world and and when I started my coaching business and I started speaking and, and writing books, it was all about the imposter syndrome because I was, a, I'm not going to say a victim, I held deep beliefs that I was an imposter and I held the, the imposter syndrome. I experienced it. And as I learned to overcome it, I could help other people do the same thing. So the only marketing I used early on when I launched my business is I help executive leaders feel as powerful inside as they appear on the outside. And within one full business year, I hit six figures just by telling people I solve that problem. I help executive leaders feel as powerful inside as they appear on the outside because I was describing who I was when I had the imposter syndrome. I was powerful on the outside, but inside I felt weak. And I found more people that held that problem that were open to help. And because I told them what problem I solved and they were open to receiving support and help for that problem. They exchanged money for my solution. And the testimonials prove that I was pretty good at it. I am pretty good at it. The whole point of that is instead of looking to find a job, instead of trying to find a way to make more money, How about looking to find a problem that you can solve for other people? There's no scarcity of money. There's only a scarcity of people with wealth consciousness. That's it. And and inside of wealth consciousness, it's knowing that the more I help other people, the more other people will help me. And the more I give to other people, the more other people will give to me. And my bank account reflects the impact I've had in the world and the difference that I've made in the lives of others. And and when, when my first coach told me that, he said, look in your bank account. That'll tell you how much you're helping people. It was a hard pill to swallow. But... Over time, 
as, as I started solving problems for other people in other people's lives and business that they wanted solved, my savings account increased. My income increased. My net worth increased. Instead of trying to take from people, look to give people. And to loop all the way back to the beginning of of this episode, when you surround yourself with people who are wealthy, who are successful, who are happy, who are healthy, who are heart-based servant leaders, it's just a matter of time before you become just like them. And, and you're never going to get there by hanging out with all broke people. Tribe matters. And Jim Rohn was 1,000% right. You are the average of the top five people you spend your time with. So my wife did this, did this cool thing with this post that she made. Because the very next day, see, my, my wife was in active addiction, pharmaceutical addiction for, for uh, decades. And she did this, this cool thing with the post is she, she posted the exact same sentiment. She just took the words money and wealth out and replaced them with heroin and like users. You, you can't. You, you can't get clean from heroin by being around all people that are shooting up, only people that are still shooting up. And, and when she posted that, people, people tied it together and still went ballistic and told her how she was still full of shit because of the money thing. They didn't, they didn't refute the validity of that statement <laughs> because it's true. You can't get off heroin if you're surrounding your, yourself only with people who are still actively shooting heroin. They didn't refute that. They just pointed back to the money thing and told her how, like, how poisonous of, of a thought that was and a sentiment that was. And she's, she's getting ready to, to post it again, the same sentiment, just with health as the topic, as the main topic. You can't get healthy by being around a, a bunch of people who, who refuse to become healthy, who are like apathetic and lethargic and just sit on a couch all day. You're not, you're not gonna become physically fit by, by surrounding yourself with a bunch of people who are apathetic, who won't move their body. And I'm sure that, that everyone will ignore that too and point back to money because money is the, the most poisonous topic right now that we have in our society. The, the amount of, of poverty consciousness, the amount of wealth shaming that goes on in our society is mind-blowing. To people who have poverty consciousness, who refuse to look at money as a good thing, who believe that, that greedy are 
the, or rich people, wealthy people are greedy and they're, they're cheaters and, and, and they've stolen their wealth. People with poverty consciousness will not look at the benefits that money can have in our lives and the lives of others. They're too busy feeling shameful and greedy. <laughs> if they had money, they'd feel greedy, right? They're projecting that shit. But they're too busy feeling shameful and guilty for, for whatever money stories they have in their mind. So they're projecting that onto everyone else. Guys, that's, that's poverty consciousness. Money's awesome. Money can help. Money does help. Money gives my, my, my wife and my, my kids an awesome life, comfortable life, with open, open to experiences. And, and guys, we give, we give a good amount of money away. We help a lot of people. Charities. When we go out to eat, we overtip, right? I mean, we use, we use our money to help other people. And each of us have a choice. But we choose wealth consciousness. Knowing that money is not lifeblood. All you have to do is help other people. All we have to do is solve problems in people's lives. Give our gifts and our talents away. Help people in the way that we love to help people. I love doing podcasts. I love speaking. I love writing books. I love coaching. I get to do those things. And, and people purchase them. <laughs> and people pay me for them. It's awesome. It's a pretty cool life that I'm living. And because I'm giving away my gifts and my talents and I'm in my zone of genius, money flows back into my life. Because your, your authenticity, your passion, and especially gratitude. Guys, three major words, authenticity, passion, gratitude. When you live in those three all the time, you can't help but be a magnet for money. And that's wealth consciousness. I hope you choose, if you're holding negative money stories, if you're holding negative money beliefs, if, you're, if, you're, if you feel a sense of shame, sense of guilt, if you feel a sense of envy or jealousy when somebody talks about money or wealthy people, you got to dive in and fix that. And if you can't do it yourself, reach out to somebody who can. I can. I'd love to have a conversation with you. But guys, dive in and fix that because that's what's keeping you broke. Until next time, I, uh, I'll see you later. And I hope you choose to feel wealth consciousness because there's nothing more powerful. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.